Hello, I'm Ros Chandler from Fieldgate Flowers. You are listening to the Cut Flower Podcast. This is for you if you want to learn more about growing your own cut flowers. We'll cover loads of subjects, things like citing a patch, your soil, manure and compost, seeds and germination, perennials and biennials, foliage and so much more. We'll have some exciting guests along the way. Thank you very much for listening. Hello, today I have a guest with me, Tom from Walmans, and we'll be talking about chrysanthemums or chrysanthemums in its true long form. So welcome, Tom. Do you want to tell us a little bit about your background? Sure, yeah. Um, hi, I'm Tom, Tom Stimson. Um, I've worked for Walmans for over 20 years, but um, I started my horticultural career. I did a, a Bachelor of Science degree at Rittle College in Essex, and um I, I, as I said, from there, I, I've um, worked, had a little bit of experience in the garden centre industry, as well as the cut flower industry. And I've ended up working for Woolman's, as I say, for quite a while now. And um, yes, so my, my background, I've worked in horticulture for all my adult working life. Wow. Yeah. Once you're in it, you can't get out of it. Oh, that is true, isn't it? Yeah, I, I agree <laughs> with that. That's very true. So... How how do you grow them? People are under the uh, misconception, I think, that chrysanthemums are difficult to grow. And probably they've read something about exhibition ones rather than growing in their garden or in the cutting patch. So how do you grow chrysanthemums and how easy are they? Um, well, chrysanthemums are very easy to grow. They really are easy. Um, I think years ago, lots of people used to grow chrysanthemums for showing and there is still a definite market for that. And I suppose to get your flowers to an absolutely huge size does require quite a bit of work and you need to pinch and stop your plants at various times, at the right times to get enough time to produce a big flower. But for us, the average gardener who wants them in their garden to provide colour sort of from late summer, late August, right through until the first severe frost, there isn't, it's very straightforward. So. Chrysanthemums generally just need stopping sort of early June time, early to mid-June, just to encourage lots of nice bushy side growth where you'll get more flowers. Um, and pretty much you leave them to get on with it, really. They, they don't need a lot of work. Um, they do like feeding, some a bit of feed never goes amiss. They're quite thirsty, um, but generally they're tough, reliable. A lot depends on the varieties you choose. There are various flower forms, but in the main, they're easy, easy to grow, not difficult at all. Yeah, I think, yeah, it's probably like you say, a misconception. Um, so how do you plant them? What do you do with them? Well, we tend to, so we supply chrysanthemums as cuttings. And the best thing to do when I find is you, you buy your chrysanthemums as young plants, and then when you receive them, pot them up into a nine centimetre pot, allow them to grow on just for a few weeks. It doesn't take long. They're really speedy growers. And you should then be ready to plant out towards the end of May, beginning of June. And you can plant them out then into their final positions. And at that point, I would then stop them. So that literally just means taking the, the top, um, maybe top inch, two inches, just stop the plant above a, 
a leaf joint and allow then the plant to, as it starts to grow and develop, many side shoots and all of those side shoots you can pinch those back as well if you choose but depending on the variety and how vigorous it is you might not need to do that but then you just let them get on with it work water them well give them some feed every maybe every 10 to 14 days and by the end of august time right through september october november and even into december depending on how cold and where you live you'll have loads of flowers absolutely loads yeah I think that's one thing it's really productive really productive as a cut flower I think that's an absolute gem personally they they last forever I mean I'm still amazed that when you cut them just how long they last and it is weeks it's not just not just one week or 10 days some of them can be three or four weeks you know with a water change and maybe just a little half a teaspoon of sugar in the in the vase always does the trick. Um, yeah. They're amazing, absolutely incredible. So they're productive. They're easy to grow. They're available yeah. in lots of different varieties and lots of colours. Yeah. They have great vase life. As a cut flower grower, what's not to love? To be honest, um, it probably took a bit of bad press. I think the same as dahlias in a way, and now people have, have turned to chrysanthemums because there are so many varieties. There's not just the orange and yellow ones that people have historically seen in supermarkets and so on. There are so many massive and massive amounts of, um, I mean, I love green froggy, but that's me because I can use it as almost like a a green foliage as well as a flower. And it kind of suits what we're doing. What are your favorites, Tom? Dare I ask? Because there are millions of them, but (laughs) what would be your, your suggestion for a beginner, perhaps in croissants? Well, I think, we've we've started growing a series of chrysanthemums called the Tula varieties and um we put these into a, a collection that we made up called our starburst collection literally because they do look like bursts of fireworks really they're so exuberant but these were really I think meant to be more grown for sort of indoor definitely for floristry use but we've grown them for three years now on our trial ground and I have to say, last year, I, I've really converted to these new ones. I've always been a bit traditional with croissants, and I've always loved the, the sprays and the blooms, and I still do. But these tuna varieties, they're like spiders' legs, really, and they're multi-layered pep- petals. And the colours are so good. So you have got, you mentioned you love froggy green. Well, we have got a wonderful green one. It's It's a really zingy sort of acid green colour there's purples sort of pinky orange colours and not only are they flowering brilliantly outside but mine was still flowering in December this year and I think if it wasn't they even cope with the first of the frosts they weren't hammered by it at all and as a bit of a trial we're going to leave them in the ground as well some of them and we're just going to see if they'll overwinter because I'm just wondering in sort of milder areas of the country, especially with free draining soil, I, I think they might even overwinter as well with a bit of mulch over the top. But those are definitely <laughs> my new favourites. I I can't recommend them highly enough. I I'm, I'm amazed by them. And have I have to have been... a look on your website. I think. Oh, oh no, they're fab. They're really fabulous. And um, mine lasted for four weeks. I had them in the same vase for four weeks, just with a few water changes. And, oh, they were they were wonderful. So they're definitely my new 
favourites and there's more colours of those. So we're going to be trialling more colours this year. I think there were five colours. There's another five now that have been introduced. So we'll trial all of them. And I'd like in the catalogue that we have a whole two pages full of them and give people the option to mix and match and create their own sort of collections. They're definitely worth growing. Those ones are rising stars. Don't have a look. <laughs> this could be costly, but we'll have a look. <laughs> always, always go, oh, I need some of those. Oh, I need some of those. Right. Um, well, that's the trouble, how... isn't it? Yeah, always. You can't resist. I'm no. just the same. <laughs> how easy are they to propagate from, Chrysanthes? Oh, they're really easy. The best is always... I mean, I some people do propagate from chrysanthemum stools, so basically from the, the root system. I I still and my preferred method is always cuttings because um firstly it's very straightforward and easy, and they, they're one of the cricket quickest things to root. Um literally in a few days they'll root. And you can either do this literally over just by dipping them in a some taking a cutting. Um, maybe a couple of inches high and literally just dipping them in water or you can just obviously do it the, the proper way and make up your own sort of rooting mix and put them into there and literally in a week you'll have roots showing within a couple of weeks they'll be ready to pot on um, they do like when you're if you get to the cutting stage they do like a bit of humidity so if you've got a little propagator that's got a lid on um, you'll find they'll root even quicker um, just a tiny little bit of heat, not not too much, just a little bit, and really easy. And if, you, of course, cuttings, you you do mean that you've got them true to type as well. It's one of the big advantages of yeah. stem cuttings. But root cuttings, or literally by dividing up the chrysanthemum stool, the root system as well, that's that's fine too. Just a little bit more complicated, a bit more tricky. And any particular growing conditions that we should be aware of when we're planting them out? No, I mean, like most plants, there aren't many plants that love sitting in waterlogged soil unless you're a real, um, you know, a plant that loves those marginal edge of pond positions. So I would always say relatively free draining, lots of organic matter. Chrysanthemums, a bit like dahlias, are a bit greedy. They do love lots of food, especially if you want nice, healthy foliage. So lots of nice organic matter um, incorporated into the soil before you plant. Um, and then I, I tend to feed once every couple of weeks with a high potash feed. That tends to promote um, lots of flowers. Um, plant them, give them enough space so the air can get around them. That tends to help with any sort of fungal diseases that may um may be around but generally they're quite trouble free really so so just allow you know a good couple of feet between each plant because they will bush out and fill out they're also good for pots you can grow them in in pots really easily and you you will get a really pot full of blooms and of course you can always grow the um the sort of traditional pot mum varieties as well which tend to be shorter and more bush shaped and they are brilliant for framing doorways and gateways, lining path edges. Um, there's a whole multitude of varieties to choose from. A sport for choice, really. I know there's probably as many of them 
as there is dahlias. I'll have to have a look and see. <laughs> there are 47,000 varieties of dahlias. I wonder how many there are of presents. That'll be my homework for yeah, tonight. That would be an interesting fact to know, aren't you? We'll both be Googling it after this, <laughs> after this uh, podcast. That would be amazing. So where where can people find you? Where can people find more about presents and the varieties that are available? Where would they go, Tom? Okay, well, we've got quite a lot of information on our website, which is www.womans.com. Um, you'll find our entire range of chrysanthemums on there. Um, there's a lot of images and a lot of information on how to grow and how to care for your plants and where to order them. You can also um, telephone our order line, um, which is 0845 658. 9137. Um, and yet yeah, you can place an order through there and you can request a catalogue as well. And we have several catalogues that are out in circulation at the moment. So just, just ask to request a catalogue and one will be put straight out in the post for you. Lovely. Thank you very much for joining us, Tom. I'm probably now off to have a look <laughs> at the new varieties, which isn't a very good thing to do, but hey ho, there's, there's always room for some more. Um, so I want to thank you today and thanks very much for joining us. Oh, no problem. It's been a, a, a real pleasure. Thank you. Thank you for listening. This has been the Cut Flower Podcast. Please do join us on our Facebook group, the Cut Flower Collective, for lots more hints and tips. Thank you.